for example, on there, like laughing, yeah. doing skits, having fun together. Like it's a high That's not real. fucking real. real. Yeah, we argue all the time. And welcome back to Give It To Me Straight. I'm Alex. And I am John. And we're your gracious, 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 gracious hosts. Wow. I think I say, you say that every time and every time I say, wow. wow. We probably need a new intro. <laughs> Seriously. Ah, fuck it. Who cares? Fuck it. I'm all cranked up on coffee. Are you? It's one of those like, let's get to it, baby. I feel like I did not have enough coffee today. Drink more. I don't know. The coffee recently has not been tasting that great. Oh, you know what? We should have somebody on here that can like... Tell us like benefits or not benefits. I feel like the coffee conversation is just like the egg. Do you eat the yolk? Do you not eat the yolk? Do you just eat the egg whites? Coffee's like, can you should only have one cup of coffee? Can you have four cups of coffee? That's not a beer, anyone. That's just Alex <laughs> cracking open a seltzer. I'm thirsty. Even though seltzers don't quench my thirst at all. I feel like seltzers are the worst thing to drink during the podcast because of the carbonation. Well, for you, I'll always be burping. You're just like a gas machine. Okay. Tootie McTootstein this morning. <laughs> what? Tootie McTootstein. I can't even say it. Yeah, you. Um, but I do feel like coffee, we looked it up. Because if I have a vice, if we both have a vice, it's definitely coffee. I at least easily drink four to six cups of coffee a day. Like, thank God for whitening strips. And this podcast is sponsored by... I'm just yeah, kidding. I know. Right? No, but truly, because I feel like my... I just constantly, I'm drinking coffee or drinking tea. And when you drink it out of a white mug and you see the stains that it leaves on a mug, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what it's doing to my teeth. Or like, what's that doing to your insides? I don't care. Life's too short. Whatever, man. If I have a fucking vice, I'm glad it's coffee and not like meth. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So fuck it. But I would like somebody to tell me like that has evidence backed research, you know, how much can you have that's a healthy amount? I mean, I don't think anything, too much of anything is not good for you. Whatever. It's but, all about moderation. But our friend Christy, she did turn us on to Premier Protein instead of creamer as like a substitute to put in your coffee where it's just like vanilla protein, basically. Have we talked about that before? I don't know, but I'm bringing it, makes, it up again because everyone needs better. to know. It makes me feel better about like just loading up because I use I usually like black coffee. So if like there is cream around, like I'd rather have black coffee, but if it's premier protein and the salted caramel is really good to put in there. Mm, I you really like that? the vanilla. I'm I basic. think you're like a salted caramel guy. I mean, uh, for ice cream. Oh, is that it? I don't know. I'm pretty basic when it comes to that kind of stuff. You're but now basic. doing the premier, pro- okay. <laughs> but now doing the premier protein, I hate, regular creamer it's too sweet for me i don't know i used to love cream i don't think that's changing up the coffee flavor recently i feel like it's just it's something i don't know it just tastes off maybe you're bored Bored. maybe you guys maybe you need to mix it up now we just need to start going to starbucks every day and spending all that money yeah that's the reason we can't afford a home star talking about that let's i want to dive into my low (laughs) my low initially was going to be like we you know just got done with these two weddings and I was going to say, like, I felt like a little rusty. Like, everything was great, but I just, I hate the feeling of, like, if I don't constantly film, that I feel like, right, like I'm starting over if again. If you're not doing it every weekend. Right. But my high is the weddings went amazing and they went smooth and, like, it was great. It was a good time. But that's not really my low anymore. My low is I was looking at Zillow. Alex and I are constantly talking about, like, moving because we, we feel like we need to make a move for work related purposes. And we kept looking at LA and now it's like, ooh, it's so expensive 
that we're actually looking at New York. LA's making New York look, look affordable. It's crazy. In like what world is New York more affordable? But California is so expensive. I mean, I could see why though. When we were there, I was like, the I want to, I want I mean, to move tomorrow. You can't be the, you can't yeah. beat the weather. Yeah. So I mean, you get what you pay for though. <laughs> I mean, one or the other, both would be good for business. It was just like I was trying to get to the good weather, you know. Yeah, one day. One day. And who knows? Like, it's still not off the table. Like, That's it's just true. it's just currently when we're looking at prices, it's very easy to get discouraged because I'm like, $2 million for a 1,500 square foot fixer upper? What? And we don't know how to do anything. <laughs> yeah. So $2 million would then be like... Four million dollars. <laughs> right. Exactly. Basically demo the house. Yeah. But it is, you know, that's the world we're in. Plus the market is just so crazy. So if I anyone know. is I mean, we're lucky that we have the house to live in right now. Like for anyone out there who's house hunting, Lord be with you. Right. Seriously. <laughs> I mean, technically we could still wait till October because we really want to like finish all of our weddings first before we make a move. But still, it's depressing to look right now for sure. Yeah, I don't think it's the it's definitely not a buyer's market. No. But those are my highs and my lows kind of blended um, together. My high is that I got to see my fam and my little niece and like she's just grown so much she's what like a year and a half and just how how much they change and I, I haven't seen her in like six months so I'm like you are a different baby you hit a lot of milestones you like, do like she started walking yep. and talking in the time that I have not seen her I'm like bitch slow down <laughs> Based off of my peds classes that I almost failed, uh, yeah, there's a lot of developmental milestones in this first like months and year, year and two. You, you know? feel, is that why you went with geriatrics? Oh fuck yeah! I was like, I can't do this. Really? Yeah. What, also, I'm awkward. Were peds more like involved? Like, what was? I would think so. Why do you fail peds and not? I didn't geriatric? fail peds. You can't <laughs> fail anything. But like getting a C, you can have like in the OT program, you can have like one C, and then after one C, you're like on probation. You get kicked out. I can't remember. You can only have one C, but peds. There's a lot. There's a lot involved with peds. There's a lot of milestones with with babies and kids. And also, it's not like you can ask the baby what's going on. You know, you're just kind of like guessing True. off of their movements. And, and you're dealing with parents a lot, I'm sure, as opposed to like dealing with the kid. Like you're having to deal oh, with yeah, multiple people. Whereas when it's like geriatrics, it's probably just one on one with them. Right. I think that's the same thing with being a teacher, though. Too. Yeah. It's like dealing with parents, and that's got to be tough. But anyways, nor here nor there. Um, my low is that I'm confused if we ever, for, for me, no, nothing to do with like what your opinion is, but for me and what I want in life, I'm like, I truly don't know if I want kids or not. Oh. I like truly don't. And that's my low is I wish that I, I knew. And people always say like, if you're confused, like don't do it right? <laughs> because like you don't want to regret having kids. No regrets. Yeah. And, and so I just, I don't know. I hate like, why, why can't I just be a person who's like, yes, I want kids or no, I don't want like, kids. Like have a definite feeling. Yeah. And I don't. I'm literally so up in the air. We I'm probably like, do it to each other. I feel like we fuck with each other all the time. Where I'm like, yeah, let's just do it. And then you say, yeah, let's do it. And I'm like, ew, never mind. Right. It's like the opposite. <laughs> if I'm into it, you're not. Yeah. And then vice versa. Right. And and that's just my low. I hate, I hate not knowing what I want. I think it's <laughs> a lot of peaks and valleys with that too. It's like sometimes you see a video with like a couple with their baby, like I want that. And then you're, you hear him scream. I'm like, I don't want that. But then like I look at my cousin who has three girls and she's super mom powered through motherhood with all of them. And now they're getting to the age where they like have personalities and they're fucking fun and hilarious. And I'm like, 
I kind of want mini me's. I still think it's crazy that your cousin who has three children is the same age as me. And I I look at her like she's the adult out of the <laughs> two of us. Like you're way more wise but beyond your years she's compared not, to me. I mean, yeah, she's an adult and she's <laughs> killing it. But like if it's just one on one time with her, no, <laughs> she's just as immature as we are. I was going to say, I just don't, I don't feel like I'm old enough. <laughs> I don't feel old enough. No, I don't think old enough. I just don't think, I think I'm selfish. You know, I don't think yeah. I'm ready to, I like my lifestyle. Me too. And that's what it is. Like, I really, I would never look at it and be like, you know what would make this better? A kid. <laughs> right. No, no, I don't want to do is add stress to my life. But I also, I everyone's different though. Yeah. Like some people know that they want to be parents and that's great. And they're great parents for that. But I just feel like to bring a kid into this world, if like, I'm not even sure if I want it would not be fair. Yeah. You got to do it for the right reasons. But at the sure. same time, you know, my biological clock is like, you better make that decision. <laughs> yeah. I know that they say guys can have kids whenever, but I think my clock is gone. <laughs> you mean like your physical well-being? Yeah, is my gone? physical. I don't You're just think, deteriorating. I don't think I'm physically capable. John will just be like sitting down watching a movie of like a family or something, and he'll look at me and be like, "You got one year to decide because my body cannot <laughs> handle it." I'm serious. I'm like, you better figure this shit out. We better be where we want to be in a year and a half, or it's I know, over. I know. And that's what it is. I'm like, I can't handle this pressure, so I'm just gonna say no. Like, I have my back shot. I can't sit still. Oh, for your back. <laughs> now your hands are gonna hurt <laughs> so uh that's that you know we'll figure it out one day all excited oh you know all good stuff though yeah nothing bad so we have nothing to complain about we're lucky so today what are we talking about i think it kind of correlates with what our intros were about where it's like you know we're in this place in our lives we're living in richmond we don't have kids but we're thinking about the future and things that we want and things that like you know we don't have yet and XYZ. And it's like, is the grass greener on the other side? Will we be happier versions of ourselves living in a different state, living in California, living in New York, living right, in North Carolina, right. having kids, not having kids? Like, you always, I feel like, are looking beyond what you have. So, is the grass greener on the other side? Mm. Or is it greener where on you the water side it? We're on now. <laughs> on the side we're on. I know. I mean, what song is that where it goes, the grass isn't greener, it's greener where you water it? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> That's not how the song goes. When but was that song? Those are the lyrics. It's like, it's greener where you water you it. You don't have to repeat it. I still don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's but I think it's greener where you water it. Enough, I don't know. I'm trying enough. to figure it out. I'm trying to figure it out. I don't know. I just think um, it's tough. You're going to have to come to a point or like realization where like you just need to be comfortable where you're at too. I mean, you don't want to constantly be chasing. We've talked about this before in the past in like other episodes briefly just about, you know, hitting milestones and and then like being like, what's next? What's the next thing? And never really being satisfied of where you're at, like consistently reaching for like the next goal, the next thing, which is great to a point, but are you ever fully satisfied? I feel like this is like an ongoing conversation that we always have, like satisfaction and being right. content where you are. Well, because it's all aspects of your life in work, business, you know, family, friends, relationships. It's a lot of mindset, though. It is. And practicing positive mindset. Our social media does not help that at all. Maybe we just need to move to Italy where we just like only work a few I would hours, hate that. have a siesta. You wouldn't like it? First of all, you don't have siestas in Italy. <laughs> Maybe wine happy hours. I don't know. But yeah, I think, I think it's just like embedded in our culture and stuff like that. But I guess like 
the grass is greener. They have they call it like a syndrome. I don't know if that's like a real term. It's like the grass is greener syndrome. Oh, interesting. And it's just it's basically referring to the thought that there is someone better out there for you waiting to be discovered. So are you talking about relationship wise? Again, you can or, talk about anything, but like yeah. we need for today, we're just we're talking about relationship wise. Oh, okay, okay. That that should be the main part today. And it's like you're always thinking that there's someone better or there's someone else out there that you haven't discovered yet. If you have that, if you right. have that mentality. Well, we've talked about this too, where like no matter what relationship it is, there's always going to be a honeymoon phase. And then no matter if it's the hottest person on the planet, whoever it is, the most successful person on the planet, like it is going to become mundane at some point in your relationship, exactly. at some point in your timeline where like same thing with like homes or a car, like you might get a new car and then over time it you're going to, yeah, you're going to get used to it. Like it's not going to, the novelty of it wears off. And going with this is not saying settle, but it's just like picking accurately. Well, <laughs> what's going to, for like longevity. I mean, that's why in vows, they talk about like choosing the person and actively choosing them every day because it's not, it's not the butterflies anymore. Like you're not feeding off of this high of in your relationship, you are now having to choose and be like, I'm choosing this person because they are a great person. They are right. a good fit for me, X, Y, Z. But it's reminding yourself of that even when the honeymoon phase wears off. I agree, 100%. I also think when you kind of had that mentality of the grass is greener, it takes away from your current relationship, whether with your friends, family, or with your significant other. It takes you away emotionally. It takes you yeah. away psychologically. And where you're not putting that time and energy that could be have. to your successful relationship is just like you're already kind of pulling away. Well, and it's kind of like if you are constantly thinking about what you don't have, that's what you're going to see. You're going to notice all the things that you don't have as opposed to appreciating like the things that you do have, in, especially in your partner. And that goes off of social media too. Every time you are on Instagram, TikTok, whatever, and you see couples, us, for example, <laughs> on there like laughing, yeah. doing skits, having fun together. Like it's a highlight that's not reel. Fucking real. real. Yeah. We argue all the time. We bitch at each other all the time. It's just I know people look at it like, I want that relationship. Right. I, and it's like I think it's it's unrealistic. And people have these unrealistic expectations of reaching outside of their relationship for something that doesn't exist. And it's like, no, look at like what you have in front of you. And don't get me wrong. Sometimes the relationship that you are in is not a good relationship. And right. like there is someone out there who's a better match for you. And that's like what you were saying where it doesn't mean settle. But I think it also means appreciating who you have and evaluating like what your values are in a relationship. Do they align? And if they do, like maybe the things that you're looking for, are they just physical attributes? Like, of course, I think what about what it would be like to be with a six, five. Per I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 but I, I like I think people prioritize like these physical attributes. It's just like people are like, I'm an eight, I'm a nine. Like I need to be with an eight or a nine. And then they check all these boxes. It's like, I think we need to take a step back a little yeah. bit. And you're like, oh my God, I'm so lucky that I'm with a 10. Oh, God. How lucky Wow, words you? of affirmation, <laughs> Alex. Okay. No, no, no. I'm a 10. Like you, oh, that's I what know. you're saying. I know, I know. You're, you're fishing. <laughs> Having that mentality though is basically just a byproduct of self-doubt is what I've been researching. Fun fact. John, because if you think about it, 
maybe like you're not confident in yourself or your relationship, or you're worried about what's going to happen to my relationship. I'm worried about arguing all this, like fear. You have fear mm-hmm. and fear is kind of like a byproduct of that also. But I mean, it makes sense. Like, I guess if you have a fear of settling or a fear of not reaching your full potential, you know, like in regards to a job, a house, you know, your social status, a relationship. Like if you think that you deserve better, you have a fear of losing out maybe. Right. Think about it too. Like you can probably have a good relationship, but you see other relationships and you're like, maybe is mine just average? Is there a better relationship out there? Always wanting something better. I've heard that in New York, this is a big issue in the dating scene. And maybe it would be like interesting to have a single person on who's um, in Manhattan. I've heard from several people that it's like, there's just so many single women and so many single dudes that like the dudes are just constantly like, oh, well, there's someone else. There's going to be someone hotter. There's going to be someone funnier, more successful, blah, blah, blah. Like it's just a Rolodex of people that they could go through because it's just like an unlimited amount of of women. Oh, OK. And not vice versa. I mean, I think that, I like how you're saying it like, oh, the guy's just going through the Rolodex. You act I'm like sure I'm like here to fight you, John. Well, just like how you mention things you're you're saying it from like oh well there's a rolodex for men to go through what about i'm sure from the woman's perspective there's probably tons of men and she's like uh, on to the next one uh, not on to the next one you don't think so no i think that women in in new york city are more likely to be successful and want to settle down with someone and men are just like nah. oh, and where'd you get that fucking evidence-based research my friends okay exactly <laughs> biased opinion Okay, I mean, I'm only talking about my my. We'll say I bet you it's equally ample amount of opportunity for men and women dating scene in New York. Okay, one of the b- biggest populated hubs. Whatever. In the world. My only argument is that everyone thinks that there's something that the grass is greener, that there's going to be someone better coming. That's along. a better argument than you saying men specifically. Do you have friends though who have like let? people go or like not settle down with girls because they just like living the single life. I guess you grew up in the I'm South. So it's men and women. Like we don't have to like grasp at straws here. I think it's equally men and women. We'll leave it at that. But going off of that, I also think instant gratification is another byproduct of the grass is greener or a cause because like in New York, for example, there's a plethora of potential significant others out there. And then also continuously meeting people like you're getting that dopamine rush of something right new. With each, that's a good point and yeah. i think that's numbing us to forming like solid relationships mm-hmm. just because like the excitement you're always chasing that excitement right it's like a little bit of a high yeah meeting someone new but but again like it is going to fizzle out well you have to be self-aware i i don't, <laughs> I don't think i learned that until i was getting older about being self-aware like hey this is gonna fade Mm -hmm. i never thought that before i was like on to the next one on to the next one right and if you're in a relationship with someone and like it's still super exciting i would be like why (laughs) is it because they're cheating on you or you're like what's going something toxic yeah there's some toxic (laughs) you guys are fighting all the time and having that makeup sex on and off and on and off like is there a reason because i i would say that like most solid relationships are pretty boring, but <laughs> but in a good way. Like like someone's like, mine's not boring. I'd be like, shut up, you've been dating for four months. Yeah. But I wouldn't say boring. I would say like safe, you know, like you just feel at home at That's peace. How it should be. Yeah. Like I'm not trying to be in a relationship where I'm like on Life's my toes. Life's not a fucking movie. So what advice would you give to 
be more mindful about the position that you're at or the relationships that you're in. So maybe you're not always looking on the other side. I think just trying to focus on your own, being self-aware that, or just being aware in general about social media, like that's not the reality. And I think sometimes people get lost in that. And just realize like what's important to you? What's your priority in life? But also I kind of like to see the other side because we keep talking, we're talking about grass is greener with someone. What about when you're single? Mm -hmm. You know, you're looking into, which it's been a while for us, but like you looking into seeing people on the other side that are in a successful relationship. Because I do remember that though. And I remember being like depressed, like I want that. I want to have someone in my corner all the time. But then like you look at some relationships and behind closed doors, they're toxic and then they're divorced within a year. You know what I mean? You don't know that, but you're, you don't know any of that. Well, and, and again, I think that that's where it comes down to having a healthier mindset for your own sense of peace and being okay with where you're at, you know, for yourself. It's also, again, from that perspective, it's like, what do you want? Do you want a relationship? I think also being confident in yourself and focusing on yourself first, which we've always talked about, like knowing you can't rely on a partner to bring you happiness. Right. So if you're like looking outside of your relationship and being like, yeah, and you're like, someone else will make me happier. Bullshit. Make yourself happier first. Yeah. Well, you're going to have to make yourself happy first and like confident in your own self before you can like, fully give yourself to someone exactly but again yeah like it's a hundred a hundred in all relationships so before you deep dive or before you jump ship from the relationship that you're in because you think that something else might be better i think take a look inward or again like if you're single and you think that you would be better in a relationship or i don't know like wherever you're at if you think that some other element of life is going to fulfill you or make you happy. I think you have to really sit down with yourself and have a heart to heart moment with me. Well, ask, <laughs> ask the question why too. Why yeah. do you think that way? Why do you think that's better than what right. you have now? Mm-hmm. Or like, look at the outside stressors. Like, are you stressed at work? Is, is a family member sick? Like, did you just, are you tired from your kids? Like, why do you, why are you feeling the way that you're feeling? Right. And kind of remember why you're with that person in the first place. Write a pros and cons list. That's what we love to do. Always. <laughs> but no matter what, we still end up in circles usually anyway, if, after our pros and cons it's list. It's the game of life. Yeah. You don't fucking know. We're all just guessing. Yeah. Well, and that's what it is too. So even if you do think that the grass is greener on the other side and you're like, see ya, I'm going to go. And you realize <laughs> it's not, it's a lesson, you know? Like, right. It's not a failure. You didn't waste any time. It's an like, experience yeah. too. You learn everything's a learning experience. Right. Any like rough breakup I've had or any whether it's a when a relationship or a friendship or whatever, it's just like I think I've grown and learned from all of them. A little more jaded, but you know, whatever. <laughs> just a little bit more grumpy. <laughs> yeah. John just has all these chips on his shoulders. <laughs> oh my god. Chisel away. The grass is greener where you water it. Okay. That song. <laughs> That's that's uh, someone tell me what song. Somebody is. please message Alex. And is the let grass know. greener on the other side or is it greener where you water it? I think it's a rap song. I don't know, but how you you're doing it right now. It's greener does where you water it. Or is it I don't know if it's a question in the song or if it's a statement. <laughs> okay, anyways, moving on to Would you rather? Ooh. Right? Yeah, and I have a good one. You do? I have one that you actually have to really think about. Okay, Alex. Would you rather Perform open heart surgery on the president of the United States or fly a commercial airplane that's a full flight without qualifications for either. Well, the president's going to die then. Like, so <laughs> uh, I feel like I would probably have a higher success rate of 
landing the commercial flight, I would be shitting my pants, but I think I could figure out autopilot or I don't think they autopilot a landing. I, I feel like if I were to tap into air traffic control, I'd be like, I need some motherfucking help. And I'd find some direction. There was just a TikTok that I saw I'm the other day. I'm going to look this up. Hold on. Hold on. But there was a TikTok I saw the other day of a, a student pilot whose like tires went out. And this was like her first solo flight. And she has never landed, I think, be alone before and uh, was able to successfully do it with the instructions from the tower. Yeah. Okay. So I think that I could do it. And then I'd also have the help of everyone else to be like, who knows how to fly? Like, you know, I might be able to land it with a passenger. All good points. All good points. So I just looked it up. It says, yes, a passenger plane can land by... Oh, this is only a passenger plane. I don't know if that means commercial or not. But yes, a passenger plane can land by itself using the autopilot through a system that is often referred to as auto land. The pilots can program the autopilot to carry out the landing automatically while the pilots monitor the aircraft's systems. Yeah, I'll do that. What would you rather do? Oh, I was going to do open heart surgery and just the president goes because <laughs> I don't want to take the risk of what's my success rate of landing the plane that's full. Of, if it's a commercial plane, you got like, well, my dad worked at the airport, so you call them souls, like over 130 souls on a plane. More I, than yeah, that. but I think that you'd have a better You're like, chance yeah, I'd rather that. risk all those lives than one life. I, I don't want that blood on my hands there because... You're going to have a little blood or you're going to have a lot of blood. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like then half the population is going to be like praising my name and half the population is going to hate me. So I don't want either of that. You're, you're really under the impression that you're going to fucking land this plane successfully. Yeah, I think I can. I'm confident. Okay. And um, I don't know. At least me trying, I'd be known as a hero. <laughs> so all my, uh, you know, healthcare. <laughs> I'm hoping somebody in the surgery room could tell me exactly what to do. Yeah, but see, you might not get direction. At least, like, you can't... You, you can't, might not get direction. Yeah, but you have air traffic control helping you. Like, that. you can't land a plane without air traffic control. Okay. All right. So you're going to risk the lives of many. I'm going to risk the life of one. But Collateral damage, I Alex. I think... I don't know. I think that... And not only that, what happens if you don't land it and you're not even... Maybe you're not even near the airstrip. You're in a highly residential populated area. <laughs> bored of this fine <laughs> all right what's your would you rather um okay john for grass is greener purposes would you rather be with you or be single be with me <laughs> or be with kate back in sale Ooh, that's tough that's tough because you know that's my oh don't fucking look at me like that if i said the same question but jason momoa then you'd be questioning I'd it too still choose you <laughs> oh yeah me too yeah 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 i would definitely no i'm not gonna listen give your honest answer Alex, you're holding the headphones. You're not covering your ears. <laughs> Definitely you, of course. Okay, moving on. <laughs> no, for real. I mean, it's tough. She's Old. beautiful, multimillionaire. How dare you, Alex? <laughs> I guess, are you guys closer in age than we are? I don't know. No, I think she's like almost 50. I don't know, but my feelings are hurt no matter what. Well, I said you. <laughs> my feelings are still hurt. I said you, but know that I'm sacrificing. <laughs> Wow. Wow. John. Oh my God. Okay. So moving on again to give it to me straight. Where we answer all your burning, burning questions. questions. All right. Question number one. I'm going into an exchange program for college so I can move in with my boyfriend who lives in a different state. 
My boyfriend is in the military, and for two out of the four years we have been together, it has been long distance for us. We both are so excited to live together, but we just want to know your advice about things we should keep in mind before living together. So basically, she's moving in with her boyfriend. They've been pretty much long distance for a while, so this would be the first time moving in together. I want to say, like, know each other's expectations, but, like, we never did that. I feel like you kind of know... It's tough because when you're long distance, you're not spending as much time. So you don't really like, know with, but, day to day. But at the same time, like I'm sure when they've visited each other, they've been able to like spend extended. And it's 24-7 for like yeah. two weeks. Yeah, she of, says like they go, they've been together. Right. Yeah. Because I think like knowing someone's living style is super important before you move in with one another. Like, are they clean? Are they dirty? Like, what do they eat? How do they, you know, like what's their routine? Because I think knowing those things before getting into it. Uh, but, say, but say you don't. Don't, I would say, you know, lay out expectations for yeah. each other. Figure out like finances, like are, how are you guys going to split up the chores, like making sure that you're both on the same page about certain things. Like there's just there's so much about like moving in with one another. It's such a huge transition, but it's such a great thing because it either shows you you guys are either going to make it or break it. Right. I've, I'm assuming I'm going to assume, but a lot of couples don't do this. That you guys have had those big conversations too because if you're moving in together that's i'm assuming that means you're serious looking to the future for potentially getting married or whatever i'm assuming and if that's the case then i'm also assuming that you've had these big conversations big talks about like finances i was gonna say i feel like even if like you aren't ready to have like the marriage kids conversation yet like if you're solely just moving in with one another finances is big because like you guys are going to be splitting right. a lot of costs so just i would have the cooking the money cleaning. conversation yeah and like the basic household chore conversation of delegating tasks like figuring out that like you guys are a team it's not going to be all on one person and just making sure that you know your roles also and, knowing each other's personality traits like mm -hmm. Can you be around each other 24-7? Does one need their space or yeah. like some alone time? Mm. I don't know, things like that. And I think those are things you probably pick up on when you're, you know, when you visit and you're together for like two weeks at a time, 24-7. Right. But again, like when you're long distance and you're seeing each other in like those short periods of time, like it's it's exciting. It's, it's fun. But when you live with one another, it's very different. <laughs> so managing those expectations, not getting it up each other's butts about things, but like also knowing when to take some time apart because I think that's huge also. Managing expectations. Yeah, that, I think that's a big one. Yeah, learn each other's love languages and communicate. Communication. All right, cool. Hope that answers your question. Congrats. Question number two. My wife and I are in our 50s and have been together for over 15 years. Before we met, we had active sex lives and now it's non-existent. She has health issues and I have issues from prostate cancer. We love each other, but I feel like we're more roommates than anything. What can we do? Anytime I hear anyone say like roommates, it makes me think of the movie Date Night mm -hmm. where like Steve Carell is talking to the guy who plays the Hulk mm -hmm. and he's saying like they're getting split up, which God forbid, I hope that doesn't happen to you. But he's like, we're just really good roommates. So anytime you get to that point, you got to you got to mix it up. You got you're going to have to kind of like. So but it's like 
I think that everyone always references when their sex life is failing that it, then you become roommates. I, as well, if, I'm not talking about sex. Well, I'm I know, like, but that's what he's talking about. He's saying uh, that like because their sex life isn't as active as it was, that's now the they're roommates. Why. And and I would argue against that. Like you can still be intimate with your partner without you know. There's so many other things besides P&B. sex. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, you guys can have just show an affection. Yeah. Give a massage. Have a cooking date night together at home. Go out. Like plan things to spice up your relationship in that regard like you said like going out and just doing things together but i think that that makes it intimate you know like if we are just like fucking hugging i feel like sometimes like fucking hugging hugging. like i mean of course i think that sex is huge in a relationship like being intimate um and like i would introduce certain things maybe that you guys haven't thought of before like toys massages oils whatever is going to like work for you guys um in a safe healthy way but i don't think that the flame dies only because your sex life is dead like it's a lot of mental as well right um also i know you're kind of broad on like she has health issues and stuff or stuff's going on with you with prostate cancer but i don't know if anything maybe physical related that might be going on because Obviously, I'm not really educated in this, but like OTs can help with like sexual positions. I've only done it like once in my career. Yeah. Well, it's like if somebody has like a hip fracture or something and they have to adhere to precautions, it's like, how can I still have sex while maintaining my safely? Yes. Yeah. There's alternatives and education out there and people you could talk to who are like, that's their craft that can help you with that if it's a physical thing. Right. So I don't know enough about it, though. I wish but, I could help but you that's, more. But that's true. Like, I mean, and that's a good point, too, is to, like, seek out more information from everything is figure outable. You know, you just have to figure outable. It's a, it's a book, John. <laughs> I've never read it, but I've heard good things about it. But I mean, I think that looking into it and asking for help from an outside resource might be beneficial. Right. No, I, I agree. And it's not us. <laughs> clearly. It's, not, it's clearly not. Well, I don't know. I feel like I gave a good suggestion. <laughs> well, right. Yeah. Here. We'll do, Talk we're to doing, your local OT. We're doing our best um but I, again i think that a lot of that is more mental than it is so heavily physical i mean but being physical is a, a huge part of a relationship small steps. be intimate on a lower scale make out a little peck here and there <laughs> alex's make out I'm like a I little love, peck <laughs> i love making out i love hugs <laughs> hugs naked hugs okay holding hands <laughs> as we just said it's not p and v fully and you're like naked hugs <laughs> naked hugs. get a naked handshake going <laughs> Just do the helicopter. Just don't, I don't want you to feel like all is lost. Like yeah. don't, don't think that way. The fact that you've been together for 15 years is a success on its own. Be proud of that. And like, I think your relationship's probably really strong and you just need to kind of mix it up a little bit just of in life. And the fact that you want to add a spark back into your, you care. Yeah. yeah. So you'll figure it out. Oh yeah. We should be asking you advice because <laughs> exactly. you're the one who's been in a successful marriage for a lot longer than us. True that. Is that all we have for you guys today? Yeah, I think You want to so. read a review? Yes, we have I, a new I keep one? forgetting that. No, John, Thank you. It was your idea, too, to read reviews. Well, I love them. All right. Review time. Makes me cackle every time by Lolo Alexa. Five stars. Love it. Thank you for making my long car rides more enjoyable. I love the chemistry you two have with each other and how real you are on all the topics. It makes my day to listen to your podcast knowing it's going to make me laugh. Thank you. <laughs> I love Thank it. you, Lolo. Thank you. I love those. If you guys are liking our podcast or loving our podcast, please leave us a review. Like, subscribe, email. We love reading them. Yeah, we just love reading them. <laughs> because it's fun. <laughs> it gives me words of affirmation, makes me want to continue doing this podcast. Also, just to reiterate again, when you guys send us questions, 
Try to keep it to a couple sentences to like a paragraph. A paragraph, yeah. Break it down for me because, you know, I'm dyslexic and it takes me a while to try to break it down. If you guys want to send us an email with any questions, you could reach us at hello at give it to me straight podcast.com. You can find us on Instagram at give it to me straight podcast and TikTok at give it to me straight. We will see you next week. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Bye.